This is a Soulfire production. Welcome to my channel. I'm your host, Christina. I'm an intuitive channel, 7D healer, business mentor, and manifestation expert. On this podcast, we discuss how to tap into your intuitive gifts, manifest the life you want, create a kick-ass business in flow, and take a holistic approach to health and wellness. Don't forget to connect with me on Instagram at ChristinaTheChannel and on my website, ChristinaTheChannel.com. So this is my first podcast that I'm actually recording in 2021 because all of my previous podcasts before this one, I submitted to the production company ahead of time for the holidays. So this is the first one that I'm actually recording in 2021. And I just realized before I started recording that this has actually been the longest amount of time I haven't recorded in literally five years, literally since I started podcasting. I think the most I've ever recorded in advance has been two, maybe three weeks, but I think more like two. But that is just wild to think about that for, I mean, five years now I've been doing this pretty much every single week. What a journey. And I know a lot of you listening have been with me that whole time. I appreciate you so much. So cool. So cool. It's like a verbal diary for me. I can see how much I have changed and my interests have changed over time. Speaking of which, today's episode is going to be more of a personal update. I have very much been in reflection mode recently. I don't know what it was about this New Year's Eve, but it hit me harder than most. I've been very emotional. Maybe this is me really being in my feminine energy. So it's good. It's good. Between all of the reflection moving into 2021 and just feeling everything that's going on in the world, personally, people in my life, I've just been processing a lot and reflecting on a lot. And with this Ascension Challenge coming up, it's just been bringing so much up for me. So many layers to it. I'll talk about a lot of that today, but it's definitely a challenge for me too. If you haven't already signed up for it, it's so much fun. A lot of deep work. It's not too late to sign up to get all the daily emails and to be a part of the big Q&A call at the end of the 30-day challenge. It's 30 days where I am sharing a channeled message from the guides, from different Ascended Masters, all about the Ascension process and shifting to 5D and really anchoring in a higher frequency. And then there is a membership video to go along with every day's lesson and then an email that gets sent out every single day with exercises to really anchor it in. And if you do this, I mean, you're going to notice a huge shift in yourself, your vibration, what you can call in. So it's a really great way to start off 2021. And I will say be gentle with yourself because it's a it's a lot of of introspection and reflection and you won't integrate it all at once. That's okay. Give yourself the time and space. But I know it's been really profound for people already and it's not over yet. So if you want to sign up for that, the link for that will be in the show notes. It's also in my Instagram bio if you head there. And this will be the first podcast where I'm announcing the new membership name. I decided to change the name of the membership 
was very uh, spiritually guided and I asked your opinions on Instagram and there was a winner. And so now it is called the Channel Collective. I love it. So the membership now is called the Channel Collective and I added in actually two new tiers. So first of all, there is now a free private community forum. So before the private community forum was just for people who were in the membership. And now I'm opening this up to be for free to anyone in the community who wants to join. It is a private forum for people who are on your wavelength. And we have such a such an amazing community. We're like a family in there. And it's not on any other social media platform, which I think is a plus for a lot of people because, you know, all the platforms right now are a little, let's just say a little much. So it's a private space. If you go to christinathechannel.com slash membership, you can sign up right there to be a part of the free forum. And if you sign up for that, that is actually where I'm going to pull questions to answer in Q&A videos that I'll post on YouTube. So you can submit questions in there as well. I'll probably also use some of those questions to use for questions to answer on podcasts as well. So join that free forum. It is a really cool space to connect with other listeners and people in the community. And then I've also added in another tier to the membership. So now there are two different tiers. There is the VIP, which is everything that's already been in there, all of the training videos, manifestation, intuition, brain rewiring, all things healing and ascension school with all of the trans channel messages from different guides and ascended masters the Q&A calls, the manifestation calls, and I'm adding in a monthly group energy healing session as well. So that's a lot of fun. And now there is another tier, a lower tier, if you just want to dip your toes in, and that tier will give you access to the monthly Q&A calls and the manifestation activation ceremonies. They're so much fun. The Q&A calls are all recorded, so you can get access to those coaching calls with that new tier in the membership. And for both of those options, you will also get podcasts that are pre-released and don't have any ads. So if you love the podcast and you want to get episodes ahead of time, you want the video interviews as well. I post the video interviews first there and there are no ads. So if you are interested in that, that is also in the membership in both of those tiers. So you can get pre-released podcasts. You can check out all of that at christinathechannel.com slash membership. New year, new you. But really what you need are new glasses, not just any glasses, blue blocks specifically. These are the best blue blockers out there on the market. There are so many companies out there that are selling blue blockers that don't even block the full spectrum of blue and green light we need to block to get the health benefits. You'll notice a huge difference when you use blue blocks specifically. And this is one of the easiest ways to support your sleep, improve your mood energy levels, productivity during the day. As an entrepreneur who is on screens a lot, I need these. They are a must. And also to improve your overall health and help balance your hormones. If you have a weight loss goal this new year, like so many others, and also quarantine props, balancing your circadian rhythm is one of the best ways to support your body in natural fat loss. And what do you know? Wearing blue blocks is one of the most powerful ways to optimize your circadian rhythm. So what I do is I wear their clear blue light lenses during the day to filter out any blue light that might be 
causing any headaches or digital eye strain or migraines. You could also use a summer glow yellow lens if you want some color therapy to get those benefits as well as supporting you if you struggle with any type of anxiety or seasonal depression. And then in the evening when the sun goes down, the sleep plus red lenses are what you need. These will block out the spectrum of light that will disrupt your sleep. So you'll have much better, deeper sleep. You won't feel jet lagged in the morning. You'll actually feel like you got even more sleep and it really helps to reduce any anxiety and calm you down in the evening. And if you really want to be on top of your sleep game, check out the Remedy Sleep Mask, which is a 100% light blocking sleep mask. And it cups your eyes instead of rests on your face. It makes a huge difference. They have about 20 different frames to pick from, so you'll definitely find some that you like. I always get compliments on my blue blocks. And you can also send in your own frames if you want. And they have a custom-made prescription service available for you as well. Personally, I love the Parker frames the crystal frames, and the Hudson frames. So if you don't already have a couple pairs of blue blocks, these are a must. Head to blueblocks.com to check out all of the options. That's spelled B-L-U-B-L-O-X.com. And if you use my code Christina, that will get you 15% off. So that's blueblocks.com and my code Christina, C-H-R-I-S-T-I-N-A, will get you 15% off. And you'll be supporting their mission to give back because for every pair of glasses they sell, they donate a pair of reading glasses to someone in need. If you haven't gotten your blue blocks yet, now is the time. You know, for me personally, I feel like this year, 2021, I'm really excited about what's to come. I will say for things to get better, I mean, it's going to be a shit show getting there. So I'm just going to say that on a collective level got to realize that things fall apart so they can fall back together. But overall, I feel really good about the end result. And for me personally, I feel like this year for me is really stepping into my voice and really stepping into being a channel. Last year was a very big year. I think for many people, for me, I mean, upon reflection, there was so much growth, so much change for me. And I'm actually really proud of and amazed by some of the things I called in, by some of the things I was able to create. I hit some major income goals I had for myself that I didn't expect to hit so quickly. I called in this house. I manifested this house. It is my dream house. I had no plans to buy a house. It wasn't even on my mind. And here I am. And I'm so grateful. I feel like I really fully healed from Lyme, which was huge. I stopped being paleo, which is wild to me. I launched two new businesses, Brain Rewiring Cert and the Podcast Connector. And I launched five courses I pivoted from nutrition to business and intuition. I really started coming out of the spiritual closet. I freaking downloaded (laughs) a new form of energy healing and was in spiritual school, cosmic school all year, like being trained to use a high E7D healing and talking to all of these ascended masters and guides and past loved ones, doing all this astral traveling. And I'm just like, wow, what a life, what a year. 
My life always moves really fast. And I think a lot of people this year in particular felt that feeling, that time warp of, was that only one year? Holy shit. Like it went by so quickly, but also so much happened. I mean, I moved three times. (laughs) I don't even know. I don't even know what happened. I don't even know what happened. But the thing is, a lot of those things that I just listed are things that I have shared and talked about, but there's also a lot that I haven't talked about. I haven't shared. There are sides to that that people don't see. And that's what I wanted to talk about more on this episode. And I'm probably going to cry. I'm trying not to. And that's so much of what I've been reflecting on a lot over the last week around New Year's and just sitting and really thinking about the layers that have been shed for me and are continuing to shed and feeling into what I feel called to step into and wondering if I'm ready. And it's all really vulnerable for me. It's all really vulnerable for me. A while back, one of my mentors who I talk to weekly, she was saying that I should talk more about like what it's really like to open up as a channel. And I always wonder for other channels who are in similar positions to me, like how they feel, like how it was for them and more of the the personal stuff, the personal side to it. I always wonder because I know what I experience and I'm like, do other people feel the same? And I think this is important for me to talk about because I was thinking about places where I felt disconnected in the last year and I have felt disconnected in a number of ways, to be honest. And I've talked about this a bit before, but I think everything that's been happening with social media and C-E-N-S-O-R ship has created this feeling of, of disconnect as well, where I have been frustrated because the reason I got into all of this and what I love about this type of work is the connection, is the community. And when things are blocked and hidden and people are afraid to interact and speak up, makes people quieter in general. And I know in the last year, I feel like I have quieted down in different ways as I have gone through my own shit and been working through it and just trying to give myself the space to do that. I have very much built my platform off of vulnerability and being authentic and not being afraid to talk about the difficult things, the personal things. I take my connection with my community very seriously and I'm very much an open book. But in the last year, I was also trying to find the balance of giving myself some space for things for me as I was unraveling in ways that I didn't expect and just trying to process that for myself and just not wanting other people's voices or opinions kind of getting in my way of really going through this process for myself because what was unraveling was very challenging and sacred 
and mine, like my experience. And I think one of the ways I dealt with that was holding so much space for other people. And I love to hold space for other people. I love to. But I also have to know my limits. And I definitely had a point where I was like, I have to hold space for myself too. Awakenings are not easy. Stepping into a different level of yourself isn't easy. Shedding layers, releasing things is not always easy. And I think about having gone through a number of near-death experiences and multiple bouts of chronic illness and abuse and debilitating depression and anxiety and all different types of things that challenged me in different ways. And opening up as a channel has been probably the most emotional, which I never thought I would say. I felt totally cracked open. I felt like my whole world was completely turned upside down. I'm like trying not to cry this whole thing. I'm probably going to start crying. (laughs) And it's something I didn't expect. When I started talking more about this, I had so many people who were like, oh my gosh, this is so cool. How how do you start doing this? I want to start doing this. And I'm like, thank you. But also, if you only really knew, I'm so grateful. I'm so grateful. But it's definitely been a deep challenge for me. And then, of course, I had all kinds of people who didn't want anything to do with me and lost a lot of relationships, which is sad, but also glad to find out. But this is why my mentor had kept telling me, like, you really need to talk about how you opened up as a trans channel because she is one of a few people who has been with me very deeply through this process and has been with me, seen me having complete meltdowns, like heaving, sobbing on the floor, not able to get up, not able to move like just cracked open in every way in the in the deepest way and what that process was of me opening up as a trans channel was a lot of really deep personal work it was never my goal to do any of this to be a channel i just fell into it i was i it was just coming through me and that's really common for trans channels if you read people's stories, it's kind of like sometimes the most unexpected people become channels and it just kind of starts opening up. So imagine me doing my thing. I've gotten real deep into energy healing and psychic work and I think it's super cool helping my clients so much. And like, then I just start having beings speak through me and it's very strong and I'm getting really strong messages and seeing things on a whole other level and going all kinds of places and not expecting any of it, not planning any of it, then working with different mentors uh, to really control it, do more protection, boundary work, all of that. And it was this beautiful experience for me, but at the same time, very scary from an identity perspective. I mean, channeling the feeling, and I know that people who listen, you know, many of you channel in your own ways, 
that feeling, like it just feels like pure love. It feels good. <laughs> and then I'm out of channel and I'm thinking of how this affects my life and my whole life trajectory is changing. And this isn't a normal thing yet. I mean, there are some people who don't even think energy healing is a normal thing. And to me, I'm like, yeah, <laughs> doesn't everybody do this? But it was just a whole other level. And the more I just let myself do what I needed to do and go where I needed to go and really was stepping into this new level of myself, seeing how relationships changed and how there are certain people in my life who no longer wanted to have anything to do with me. And then on the other side, people who were super excited about it and suddenly so interested. And in the last year, I have felt so many themes come up from when I was really, really sick when I was 20. And it felt like a very similar feeling of like, I remember being in that situation and being so sick and having so many people who just didn't want to talk to me, didn't want to speak to me. Like, and still I have never talked to them because I was sick and they were judging what was going on or people who wanted nothing to do with me when I started getting more in the alternative health space. Again, like I'm grateful that all happened because I have found the most incredible people in my life. But I think, you know, it, where it hits is when it's people that you don't expect. And I think this year overall, I have been pretty disappointed. I mean, that aside, just in, in seeing how people interact and how people have responded to each other and to everything that's been happening. It's, it's been disappointing for me just to lose a lot of respect for people. But anyway, I'm getting off track. For me, going through this huge opening process that is so beautiful and so sacred for me, but also very vulnerable, it definitely has been a mindfuck on a number of levels. As it was unfolding and I'm loving it, I'm also starting to realize like this isn't something that I'm doing just for fun. Like the information coming through, what I'm receiving is really important and needs to be shared. In fact, it has to be shared. And receiving the messages that essentially the more I channel, then my illnesses would go away and seeing that certain parts of my business would just get stuck. Like I just had to keep pivoting more and more in this direction because it was the path that was meant to take. And having a lot of fear underneath it around people who misunderstand or people who would want to use me just as a show monkey and not respect what was going on and also making sure that I maintained me and didn't lose myself in the process because there's still me. There are beings I channel who speak through me and then there's me. And I just feel like there are so many nuances to this that I felt like I couldn't explain to other people that other people wouldn't understand. And I was trying to sort it all out for myself and make sure as it all unfolded, I didn't lose myself and that my voice wasn't lost. And how do I present this and share this in a way that 
helps people, but also doesn't make me lose my own voice because I think that's common for a lot of channels where people just start to think that they are that being that they channel. And for me getting to know all of these different energies, like I thought I was just going to channel one main energy, like a lot of people. And now it's not just one, right? It's like all these different beings and I am not them, right? Like I am not them. They're using my voice, but I'm, I'm not them. And while I do agree with 99% of what they say, I don't have to. I don't have to. I can still be separate. But I know that not everybody on the outside can understand that. I think it's been really interesting for me thinking about like what it was like to come out as a psychic or an energy healer. I mean, energy healing, not so much. I feel like it's pretty mainstream. Psychic stuff, people still have like weird feelings around whatever their connotation is. But like to be a trans channel, I was like, this is a whole other ball game. And then as it progressed and I kept getting the message, they kept telling me the channel will converge. The channel will converge. Like, what the fuck does that mean? Uh, converging in a number of ways where it started to converge, where I didn't have to be fully stepped out for them to speak through me, where it started to feel like we were the same. It's really hard for me to describe. It's kind of like, you know, when I'm giving intuitive guidance and I'll talk to clients and I'm looking at them and they think I'm talking from Christina brain, but I'm just repeating everything their guides are saying and they don't realize because it feels like it's me. The more I do this work, the more that's kind of what's going on is I spend much more time just channeling than I do in my Christina thinking brain, which I kind of like. I I have a lot of control over it. I can go into Christina thinking brain, but then with trance channeling, it's like, I know what's going on in my head, but if I'm channeling and my eyes are open and I'm just looking like everything's normal, people don't even notice the difference. And then I'm like, well, then I'll just keep my eyes closed. There are just so many like weird layers to this. Honestly, it's been the most like emotional and weirdest thing ever, but it's happening. It's happening for me and I'm really grateful, but it's a really weird thing to explain. And thankfully in my little bubble, most people get it, but there are certain people in my life. I will say I don't have many, many relationships from my old life. That's what I call it. But I do have some. And (laughs) I remember like, talking to my best friend from growing up and I was like so I need to like tell you about this thing I've been doing (laughs) and I was trying to explain it to her and just realizing wow this is such an odd thing to try and explain to somebody who's not in this spirituality space at all has never heard of it and she was just like I don't really get it at all but you seem really happy so that's all I want And I was just so grateful for that. And it was just really affirming for me, you know, this, this whole time period and all of this for me opening up personally, it's just another level of realizing who my people are and who the people I want in my life are. It 
has been really vulnerable for me to step into the channeling, the trance channeling specifically. It's been a little less vulnerable to step more deeply into the other types of channeling, but still, yes, we'll get to that in a moment. There are quite a few really good things you could do for yourself to start 2020 off on the right foot. And one of those is drinking more Organifi. Organifi has legit changed my life. I used to think it was all hype because I heard everybody talking about Organifi and obviously I naturally resisted it. And then I started using it and my life has changed. I think we all know I love juices, but I hate juicing. I had to give up juicing because I hated using the juicer. And since using Organifi, it's basically swapped out my juicing needs and I get even more health benefits. Organifi's green juice is something I drink every single morning. I put a scoop into a cup filled halfway with water and halfway with nut milk and it tastes like this minty green shake. It is amazing for a natural energy boost and for supporting detox. It contains two of my favorite superfoods, chlorella and spirulina, which I make sure to get in every single day. Got to support that pineal gland so my intuition is on point. And it contains nine other superfoods for natural energy, supporting your skin and detoxing the body. We have moringa, ashwagandha for hormonal balance, beets, turmeric, mint, wheatgrass, lemon, and coconut water. It tastes delicious. I feel amazing after I drink it. And if you are looking to optimize your nutrition for intuition, this is a must. And I also want to give a shout out to one of my other favorites, Organifi Pure. This is great for boosting brain function. People ask me all the time how I get so much done. And one of my main hacks for staying productive is making sure my nutrition optimizes my cognition. Pure is great for increasing mental focus. I drink it in the morning when I really need to focus. It tastes like a version of lemonade and you just put a packet into some cold water, mix it up. It has 11 different superfoods in it that help you think sharper, boost your memory, and actually improves the gut-brain axis and helps increase neurogenesis. It's great for the gut and your brain. Some of the main ingredients are neurofactor, lion's mane, aloe vera, ginger root, and apple cider vinegar. These are just two of the products I love from Organifi, but I use pretty much their whole line. I'm obsessed with this company. I have a whole drawer dedicated to Organifi products and I cannot live without them. So if you want to try out Pure Green Juice or any of Organifi's other products, just head to Organifi.com CTC. That's O-R-G-A-N-I-F-I dot com slash CTC and that code CTC will get you 15% off. And when you place your order, make sure you tag me on Instagram so I can see what products you got. I would be lying if I said it wasn't it wasn't tough on a more public level when you know I'm stepping into something that's very vulnerable but also beautiful and sacred and I'm super excited about it and you know I get all of these mean messages from people who are judging and don't understand and, you know, making a big pivot in general, that aside, switching more into spirituality. I mean, I don't really know why other people take personal offense to things I do with my own life, like my niche. I don't really understand why that would offend anyone else, but that alone was upsetting for people. And I just think, you know, people don't ever know the full picture of anything going on or what the process has been like. And 
with the trance channeling and the other channeling and all this information coming through in the last year I have seen things, learned things that felt like they turned my world upside down, things that I didn't ever expect to see. I have been shown a lot of information. I spent a lot of time thinking about how I feel about it. I definitely don't share everything that comes through. I think it's hard sometimes to convey to people that you know, you always have to with any channel message, whether it comes through yourself or another person, like you just decide if it resonates or not. That's it. And for me, it was a very paradigm shifting for me, I guess I'll say, to see things, experience things, know things so clearly, have so much confirmation for myself and my body and to have that type of experience and not be able to really explain that to anyone else. It's like the kind of thing of like, you just know, like when someone has a life altering experience with God, I have a friend in my life who was in a really dark place for a really long time, uh, really struggled with alcohol and drug addiction and like hit a point where he said, God, if you exist, show yourself. Otherwise, I'm just going to kill myself because there's no point dealing with this pain. And in that moment, he saw God. He saw God. He had this life-altering experience, and now he is like a man of God. And he told me this story before I was into any of this, and I just received that, and I was like, yeah, I haven't experienced anything like that. At that time, I hadn't. But yeah, I get it. You experience something like that. Like, you know, your truth, you know, that was real. I, I get it, even though I didn't have that same experience. And for anybody to ever tell him, no, that didn't happen. Like, no, you, you know, when it happens, right. You're just so sure. Like, I know this, I experienced this. I saw this. Now I see all the time in intuitive sessions when I'm giving somebody a reading and if we're going into a really deep place, you know how receiving one piece of information, specific types of information can completely change people's lives. I've had that experience too, where I discover something and it just changes my life, right? There are certain things that we can't unknow, can't unhear, sometimes for the better, sometimes it's more of a struggle. And obviously when that type of information is shared, the person has said they are sure they want to know and it's not just a randomly finding out intense things. Whenever you're you're in a session, you always get to say, hey, I don't want to hear about this. And your reader, if they are trained in any which way, if it's anything that's sensitive, they should ask you ahead of time how you feel about receiving certain types of information, just as an aside. But my point with this is in my channeling in the last year, I have had so many of those moments of being shown, hearing, receiving information that has really shifted my perspective on a number of things. I feel like so many things that I so firmly believed in got completely flipped on their heads this year, whether that be 
through personal experience, like living, experiencing things, finding out information in this 3D physical world or channeling information and then feeling that vibration in my body and just knowing it to be truth or channeling it and exploring more and discovering, oh, wow, I didn't understand this before. So many things that I was so firm in. And I mean, even just think about on a basic level, think about nutrition, like (laughs) everything I thought I, I believed in so firmly. I mean, so much of it, I'm like, oh, wow, I have a really different opinion now. And I have such different opinions on religion and government, politics, relationships, business. And I think a lot of people have experienced that on different levels for themselves this year of just trying to process these things that are coming up. And there are a number of people who will see something shown right in front of their faces and they just want to pretend it doesn't exist because it's too hard to be open to a shift in paradigm. It's too uncomfortable. But I just, I can't roll like that. Like I cannot sweep something under the rug. It is painful for me. And it's not easy for me to see things, know things, and just stay completely quiet. I feel like I'm going to explode in any situation where I feel like something needs to be said. It's, it's, that's in my human design chart. I'm designed that way, you know, open throat. But it's also been a really good practice for me. A new level of maturity of understanding things, knowing things, and not saying many things because they don't need to be said always. or letting people uncover certain lessons in their own time and not in my way, giving other people time and space to process in their own way, the same way I wanted time and space to process my whole experience. And as so much of what I believe to be true just completely flipped on its head, one of those things was really shifting from living my life very much from a place of logic to being far more intuitively led and doing things that made no fucking sense and seeing the most incredible results, seeing how living in alignment with where I'm really meant to go instead of what my ego wants or what feels safer for me just brought the most incredible rewards. And also for me, While I know I always have free will, I feel like for a lot of this, I'm like, I don't even have a choice. I don't have a choice. Like, this is what I'm supposed to do. To be in any other position would be too painful, (laughs) would just be too painful for me. Like, I could have stayed in the nutrition space or stayed just a business coach and labeled myself as either of those and built, I mean, I did build very successful businesses in those spaces. And it would have been more socially acceptable, easier to explain to myself and other people, more comfortable and yes, fulfilling and financially successful, whatever. However, it would have been super painful for me because when I know I'm supposed to be doing something else, that's all I can think about. I wouldn't have been happy. And to have experienced so many miracles in my life I I feel like I understand how it works. <laughs> I feel like I understand how it works. I was talking to my guides 
about this the other day. We were talking about miracles and they were like basically categorizing it into physical, emotional, and spiritual miracles. And it was like they showed me this montage of all these miracles I've experienced. And I'm like, holy shit. That's pretty fucking cool. And as I thought about all of those moments, experiencing huge shifts instantaneously that most people would never understand or believe to be possible. I know that what always came before those moments were really dark times and exploring really deep parts of myself. And that's the kind of stuff that people don't see. You know, people look at other people and assume they assume that they understand what that person's been through, where they've been, what's going on, how they're feeling. You never know the whole picture, right? Most people don't ask. I think that has been reinforced for me. And I I see other people in very different ways now. I have been learning to sit with these new feelings of kind of just knowing things and not saying it and being okay, feeling like I have a secret sometimes and just being patient and also just surrendering to this path that I am very much led on, which is throwing away a lot of the logic that I used to lead my life for so long. And that's not to say I never use logic. I think it's it's an important key, but I know that for me personally, like my intuition always has to trump that if if they go against each other. And I have felt like my path has been placed before me in this way that's so much bigger than me. I mean, I don't know if I've shared this before, but I feel like I have. I don't know. I mean, when I was pivoting out of nutrition, there was a night where I was thinking about it and I literally heard like this booming voice from the sky say, you need to pivot now. Do it immediately. And I like felt myself get thrown back onto my bed. <laughs> and I was like, what? <laughs> and then the next day I, I uh, made my pivot. My life can be fucking weird. and I know not everyone gets it and that's okay. But I think the interesting thing for me is that so many of the things that I believe in now or that I do just in general, other people are just like, what? This makes no sense. And I'm just thinking, I know I felt the same way as you like five months ago. And then I found out this and here I am. I look around the world right now and I'm just thinking, wow, so many people have things staring them straight in the face, yet they still want to hold on to the story they have in their in their minds. Like, how long are you going to hold on to that thing when something else is just glaringly obvious in front of your face? It's quite interesting. But as this has all been going on, I have learned so much more about myself and why I am the way I am, why I'm so open to many different things, why I have always just known things about people. There has been a lot of throat chakra work and uncovering. I will say when I was a little girl, I was very outspoken and talkative and actually very well-spoken. And I always felt like I just knew a lot of things that people much older than me didn't understand. And from, I mean, I remember being like two, three years old. I have very strong memories from when I was that young and adults would tell me, wow, you're really mature when I'm like three years old. I mean, how weird is that? 
And I would give my little speeches in my room and things would just flow through me, right? I'm, I'm channeling things and I'm talking to my spirit guides, classic. And then when I was about seven or eight, I experienced a trauma and I noticed a huge shift in my speech. And I remember, I remember this so clearly, we would give presentations in front of the class every quarter or something regularly. And I always killed it. I was so good at at giving presentations. (laughs) I remember thinking this and it would just come out so fluidly, so effortlessly. I didn't have a hard time memorizing my, my little speech ahead of time. You know, I'm really young, but most people would have to use their note cards and practice reading off of them. And I was just up there killing it. And then I remember that trauma happened and I went to give my presentation and suddenly I had like performance anxiety and my voice was stuttering. I had a really hard time finding words. Speech just felt really hard for me. And I remember noticing that a lot at in this one specific presentation when I was like seven or eight years old. And after that, I always had a really difficult time finding words. I had a really difficult time finding words and had a problem with speech. And sometimes people would make fun of me and I didn't know how to fix it. I didn't know how to fix it. And I was like, well, fuck it. This is the only way I know how to talk. And even though it's hard for me to find words sometimes, I'm just going to keep going. And then, you know, it just continued. And I really feel like for me, that was a big reason why I wanted to podcast was to challenge myself to talk more in this way and challenge myself to try and find words when I felt like I couldn't. And as I started channeling and specifically trance channeling, it's like that feeling just went away. It just went away when I'm in channel. I feel so differently with my voice. It's very hard for me to articulate what it feels like, but it is almost like it's just hard for words to come out. But when I'm channeling, it doesn't feel like that. It doesn't feel like there's a pressure in my throat as it pretty much always does and and has since I was seven or eight years old. And as I reflected more on it and experienced that with trans channeling, I'm like, holy shit, I I don't feel that feeling. And I almost forgot I, I had that feeling. I very much feel like what happened was I was much more in channel when I was little right? We're all pretty intuitive when we're little. And I feel like that trauma almost knocked me out of it. It got me so into my left brain, my thinking brain, and really just knocked me into fight or flight. And I kind of was just operating from that for a really long time. And channeling felt like just coming home again and relaxing. And it's much easier for me. Like it just feels more comfortable to be channeling than to not, which in itself is hard for me to wrap my brain around. I think on a number of different levels, it has been difficult for me to explain what it's been like for me to open up as a channel. And while it has been beautiful in so many ways, and I'm really grateful for it, it has really challenged me and has been really vulnerable like, really vulnerable. And I feel like I'm pretty used to being vulnerable. It's what most people feel like is super vulnerable for them to share. I mean, I'm pretty much an open book. So I guess I had 
this was this was coming, right? Something had to come to make me feel like I was standing naked in front of a crowd, which is kind of how it feels. And I I always wonder, I'm like, is this how Esther Hicks felt? <laughs> like, did she feel like this? It's a very vulnerable thing. And I think for me, the last year has been challenging on a number of levels. But with this aspect, it's been interesting for me being someone who has been so vulnerable in my whole journey and very much shares it all and to be going through something like this and feeling like I don't know that I can explain this in a way people can understand. I don't know if I want to share this until I feel like I've got my feet on the ground first. And then also to be going through all of this in a time where so much of what I share and in the community, like so much of it is blocked and it's really frustrating for me because I love our community and I love these conversations. And this is what I got into all of this for connecting with people and sharing the vulnerable stuff and talking about the vulnerable stuff and talking about taboo things. And I mean, I don't know. I feel like this this podcast, this conversation is something that most people do not do not talk about. <laughs> but on a more serious note, I mean, it's just a very odd thing to. Well, I guess it's not odd on a logical level that it's opening up right now, but it's just a very the timing. I mean, there's just so much happening. So many serious things happening and we're making really big world shifts like our planet is making huge shifts. and then. For me to be experiencing this personally, I've been just kind of trying to like figure out where my head is at all the time. And it's this really weird thing where there are more mainstream people, I guess, who think that beings talking through someone is like a very strange thing. And then there's all of us over here in the spiritual community who get it. And people are like, how do you start doing that? I want to start doing it. I'm like, you don't even know, like you don't even know what the process is like. Yes, it's beautiful and amazing, but you don't really know what that's like to start trance channeling unless you've experienced it. And then to start to notice that things like your health, your business, your relationships are impacted by whether or not you do it. Like I fully believe that had I not continued to go down this path, I would still probably be really sick, which is wild to think about. And it's almost like every time I resist the path, uh, something knocks me down, pushes me back onto it. And so as I reflected on the last year and what next year looks like for me, it has definitely been emotional for me to realize that like, you know, amidst everything, what am I here to do? I'm here to channel, right? And there's all this other stuff I like to talk about and that all is important and great, but to be a channel, and I was talking to someone about this the other day, I'm like, this is just like not a normal thing. I'm like, (laughs) other people say, oh yeah, I'm an accountant. Oh yeah, I'm a social media manager. And I'm like, I'm a channel. Non-physical entities speak through me. Yes, I'm an energy healer. I'm a business coach. I'm all these things. The identity piece is just a whole ordeal, right? I mean, shifting to 5D 
in itself is this process of detaching from identity and like who you are is just who you are. I always think it's interesting when people ask me on podcasts, they'll be like, so who are you? And I'm like, do you really want me to go down this rabbit hole? (laughs) Because (laughs) to be one thing, to be attached to the identity is just a different state of being a different way of viewing the world. And I have really been thinking a lot about identity as this all started to unfold. And again, really maintaining like who is Christina and staying true to Christina and honoring me and thinking about the more I step into this, like as a channel and sharing more about all of this and sharing more channeled messages. And I'm just like diving headfirst in with this challenge. And I'm like, fuck it, let's do it. Making sure that people understand that there are the messages and the information and these beings, but then there's also me. And I have been thinking about this a lot as I move forward intentionally. And I felt like in the last year, I was just getting my footing and dipping my feet in slowly and incorporating channeling. And still, to be honest, and I really wasn't conscious of this and now thinking about it, you know, I was very much hiding behind other types of coaching that felt more acceptable that I felt like I could explain to people in an easier way. And it was still hiding because it felt very vulnerable and scary to be like, yo, I'm a channel. This is what I do. Also, like, yo, I just downloaded a new form of energy healing. Holy shit, here it is. And I know it's hard for people to believe. I think people who know me, truly know me, like know this, I'm very confident, but I also have my areas where I'm not, right? As I explore new aspects of myself, but I'm also very humble, which most people, you know, can't really wrap their heads around being confident and being humble. And when it comes to opening up as a channel, this is something that my guides have told me many times. So many other healers have told me they're like, it is the humility that allows you to step into this. And in the last few weeks, my guides have been very loud about just, they're like, you just need to be you. Be you. Channel. That's it. Like share the messages. Share our messages. Share the ahai. They're like, we're giving you this because you're meant to share it because you've been so fearless in sharing things before and in being vulnerable. And even, I mean, God, in the last year, understanding things about my journey in my life and the meaning I thought it had, finding out it was really about something completely different. I mean, my guides literally told me like, oh, you went on this whole nutrition journey. I mean, yes, as a stepping stone, because you really need to understand nutrition and healing the body at the root cause level to raise your vibration. And this really opens you up intuitively, all of that. But they're like, no, you were led to build this platform and have all of these people so that they would be ready at this time. And they told me this probably about eight months ago. And I was like, what? They're like, yeah, well, basically you have this audience so that at this time there would be people who were ready to hear it because your audience is ready. Like, so here it is. And I'm like, wow. Okay. It has been really cool for me to see how things have come together without me realizing how it would or how it was all tied together and being so guided to make all these different programs 
last year. I mean, it was the year of programs. Holy shit, so many programs. And then I look at it all and I'm like, whoa, all of those needed to be made because they all work together for the people who are ready to go down this path, for the people who want to be trained as really powerful healers, everything from the business to the actual healing, the brain rewiring, and then also for the people maybe who don't want to be healers, but who want to tap into their intuitive gifts, who want to access all of their magical manifestation abilities and really activate miracles in their own lives. And suddenly it all made sense for me. It all made sense for me. So I've had a lot of aha moments in this last year. I have had a lot of bizarre experiences I never expected to have, a lot of amazing experiences I never expected to have. But I feel like in the last year, I wasn't as raw during the process as I usually am. And I really needed that space. I really needed that to hold space for myself. So I hope this explanation catches you up. I know a lot of people really try to maintain this very professional relationship with their community where they're not ever too open. I'm not really like that. I'm not really like that. And I know that so many people have been going through their own spiritual awakenings at this time in their own way. So I am sure that this resonates in in its own way with, with many of you. And I think there are times to teach and also times to share. So that's my personal share. This year is uh, more of using the throat chakra, more of the channeling. But that's really what a lot of my process has been like. It's been a lot of layers shedding in the last year. And I'm really excited for for what's to come. I hope you know how much I appreciate you. I really, really do so much. I can't say that enough. I will wrap up here for today's show. But if this resonated with you, if it helped you, if you enjoyed it, make sure you let me know. I really appreciate the feedback. And I hope this share helps you know that you are so seen, loved, and safe to share your truth. Thank you again for tuning in. I hope you have a beautiful rest of your day and I will chat with you again next episode. 